This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, November 21. In Squiz Kids Today, World Cup kicks off. Kangaroos and Jillaroos on top of the world. The year sixes who gave back and the chimp hug that stopped the world. That's what's making news kids style. The Lowdown. If you're a lover of football, of the round ball variety, I don't need to tell you that today marks the start of an important couple of weeks of serious sports spectating, as the FIFA World Cup kicks off in the Middle Eastern country of Qatar. Football, or soccer as it's also known, is the most popular sport on the planet. More people play it and follow it than any other sport in the world. And while hundreds of thousands of football fans will travel to Qatar for the big event, many millions will tune in to watch it on their televisions or devices or listen on the old-fashioned radio. With the possible exception of the Olympics, there's no bigger international sporting event in the whole wide world. And while this World Cup in Qatar will be historic, it's the first time the event has taken place in a Middle Eastern country, it's also been dogged with controversy, as we've discussed a few times on the podcast already. Now that's a fancy way of saying that the competition itself has been overshadowed by issues around staging of the event, including concerns about the way migrant workers building the stadiums have been treated by host country Qatar. Migrant workers are people who leave their home country to find a job in another country. Qatar is a small desert country, mostly made up of sand dunes, with a population of about 3 million, so the entire country has about the same number of inhabitants as Brisbane. Reports say 85% of those 3 million people are migrant workers from countries like India, Nepal and the Philippines, and that they don't have the same rights as, say, workers here in Australia do. When the whistle blows tonight on the first game, Ecuador versus Qatar, all eyes will of course be on the scoreboard, as 32 teams battle it out to be named the best football playing country in the world. There are eight groups. Australia, ranked 38th in the world, has to win games in its group against Denmark, which is ranked 10th in the world, and France, which is world number four, and the defending World Cup champions. So, you know, it's quite a hill for us to climb. The Aussies play France very early on Wednesday morning. And a reminder that Amanda and I have produced an excellent Squiz Kids shortcut on the World Cup, available to all our Squiz Kids for schools and Apple subscribers. Links to both are in today's episode notes. Let the games begin. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a new story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in Kansas in the United States, where a mother's love for her newborn baby has been captured for all the world to see. We're talking about a chimpanzee called Mahale, who had a baby called Kucheza last week in Sedgwick Zoo in Kansas. The baby chimp needed to stay in hospital for a couple of days, meaning mum had to wait two days to cuddle her newborn. And in a video captured by the zookeepers, and which has gone viral on the internet, when mother and baby are reunited, it's enough to melt the heart of even the hard-heartest of humans. And so, of course, 
As a reminder to every mum out there of how kids can get under your skin, and a reminder to every kid out there who takes their mum's unconditional love for granted, I've stuck a link to the video in today's episode notes. Because it's a Monday, and it's getting towards the end of the year, and I'm feeling tired and emotional. Sport time! Speaking of tired and emotional, that's what Aussie footy fans will be this morning. After a weekend spent burning the midnight oil to catch all the grand final footy action on the other side of the earth this weekend. And a big shout out first up to the Kangaroos, the Aussie men's rugby league team, who defended their World Cup title at the weekend, once again winning the competition with a convincing victory this time over Samoa in the grand final. The 30-10 scoreline didn't quite tell the story of the heroic effort the Samoan side put in, making an appearance in their first major international grand final for a very long time. The Jillaroos, the Aussie women's rugby league team, made altogether easier work of their grand final opponents New Zealand, winning the women's rugby league world cup by a whopping 54-4. The Wallabies, the Australian men's rugby union team, did their darndest but just couldn't beat the world number one team Ireland when they met up yesterday morning. The Wallabies went down 13-10. Closer to home though, the Aussie men's cricket team have sailed to an unbeatable 2-0 lead in the one-day international series against England after winning in Sydney on Saturday night by an astonishing 72 runs. We'll take that. Squeeze Kids Salutes When you have some free time after school, what do you like to do? Play video games? Go outside and kick the footy? Watch telly? Well, how about shaving your head for charity instead, or creating your own walkathon to raise money for abandoned animals? On Friday, Squiz Kids had the very great privilege of attending the awards ceremony for the Fred Hollows Foundation Humanity Award for 2022, where we heard about the extraordinary ways that six very special Year Sixes have given back to their communities. Fred Hollows was an eye doctor who got into medicine not to make money but to help people and it's estimated that one million people can see today because of his extraordinary work. Like Fred, the six winners of the Foundation's Junior Ambassador Awards saw a problem in their community and decided to help fix it. And so we send a massive Squiz Kids salute to Tyler in WA for his walkathon to save animals to Zoe in the Northern Territory, who traded her hair for donations to the Leukemia Foundation, to William in Queensland, who sells his own art to raise money for research into his brother's rare genetic disability, to Amelia in South Australia and Matilda in New South Wales, who have helped lots of people in so many ways I can't even begin to list them, and then there's Matilda in Victoria, a journalist since the age of eight, who donates all the money she makes from her newspaper that explains the big issues to young people. Now that sounds very familiar. So the next time you have a few hours spare and you see someone who needs helping or a problem that needs fixing, be like Tyler, Zoe, Amelia, William and the Matildas and do something. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. Which team does Australia play first in the Soccer World Cup on Wednesday morning? Yeah, well done if you got that one. It's France and it's going to be a toughie. Question number two. What's the name of the World Cup winning Australian women's rugby league team? 
Yeah, that's right. They're called the Jillaroos. Question number three. Which South Pacific Island team lost to Australia but were still winners for having made it to the Rugby League World Cup final in England yesterday morning? Yeah, that's right. It was Samoa. It's November 21, only 33 days till Christmas. Remember, he's making a list and checking it twice. It's also the birthday today of cartoon favourite Tweety Bird, who turns 80 today. Gosh, he looks good for 80. It's also a special day for these Squiz Kids celebrating a birthday today. Alfred from Kingsley, Jamie from Doncaster, Jackson from Sydney, Timothy from Carringbar, Arlo from Lane Cove West, Maxie from Bundanoon, twins Sophie and Sally from Cronulla, Branson from Cronulla, twins Dania and Mariam from Ivanhoe, Idris from Mariong and Ariane from Melbourne. And belated birthday shoutouts go to Matilda from Bronte, Lara and Sashwanth from Harrisdale, Philip from Melbourne, Tilda from Bronte, Celine and Toby from Ivanhoe, and Lara from Ashmont. And apologies, Lara, for missing your shoutout last week. And today's classroom shoutouts go to Class 6 F at Indrapilly State School. And happy significant birthday to their teacher, Mr. Colston. To Class 6N and Mrs. Norgate at the Springfield Anglican College. Class 6 Venus from Chester Hill Public School. Class 3G and Ms. Galuzzo at Epping West Public School. Class SP1 and Mr. Blythe at St. Pius X School in Warrnambool. And finally to Class 5K at Cronulla Public School. And congratulations to classmate Sophie H, who competed in the National Athletics Championships in Brisbane last week. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.